Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Yeah, there are actually like 25 Republican candidates for president. Okay, yeah, I agree, John. I'll give the newsroom an update. There are like, there's like 20 of them you've never heard of. I ran through them the other day. It's kind of crazy. (laughs) I don't understand. I really don't understand people who file to run for these offices, but especially president, when you have no shot, nobody knows who you are, you know? What, Chris Christie? Who's even heard of this guy? No, I'm kidding. All right. Um, Special counsel John Durham told lawmakers yesterday that FBI agents who worked on the Trump-Russia collusion probe became emotional and apologized when confronted with intelligence that the investigation may have been part of a plan by Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign to distract from her use of a private email server. Democrats do not want you to, to listen to this story. Democrats have a different story. They are telling a different story to their audience. You want to know what their story is? You read publications like Mother Jones to find out what their story is. Or you listen to guys like Steve Cohen, Democrat from Tennessee. First off, he took an approach at this hearing yesterday with John Durham. Um, he took an approach that uh, is very similar to a lot of his Democrat colleagues, which is, you know, start off with the personal attacks, obviously. Do you believe Mr. Trump has pretty good judgment on people and their abilities and their character? I'm not going to characterize um, Mr. Trump or my thoughts about Mr. Trump. Mr. Barr appointed you special counsel, is that correct? That's correct. Mr. Trump has called Mr. Barr a gutless pig, a coward, and a rhino. Which of those is correct which isn't? In my experience, none of those are correct. So Mr. Trump isn't that good of an expert on character and judging people. In your opinion, he isn't, because he's, he's none of those. He's not a gutless pig, but Trump says he is. Yeah, that's outside the scope of my report. Uh, also outside the scope of your report, apparently. <laughs> 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 Which, this is the thing to keep in mind. The Durham report was supposed to get at the origins of the Steele dossier. How did that happen, Right. Walk us through how it happened. Democrats want to tell a different story. And it starts with the meeting at Trump Tower. Contrary to the fervent prayers no, that's of some not on him. this panel. That's Hank Johnson. That's Hank Johnson. This is Cohen. Between the Russians and the Trump boys, where they talked about allegedly adoptions, but we know it was really about sanctions. How was that outside of your report? Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm sorry, I didn't quite follow that. Yeah. The Trump Tower attorney, uh, Russian attorney, came to the Trump and Donald Trump Jr. were just wonderful, wonderful. We love it. We love it. Uh, All right. If, it's not just you. Steve Cohen is babbling here. He doesn't really know how to formulate this question. But note, he's asking about the meeting at the Trump Tower. That's not what the Durham report was focused on. The Durham report is focused on the origins of the Steele dossier. Uh, Russian decisions to interact with the Trump campaign 
and influence the actions of the campaign, allegedly for adoption law, but really for sanctions relief. The FBI came up with that, did they not? What? I'm, um... Still don't know what you're talking about. A meeting took place at Trump Towers on June 9th. The lure, I understand it, was that there was um, information, derogatory information on Clinton that was going to be provided. They met, and as I believe in a Hipsy report, the Hipsy report fully laid that out, that the discussion then at Trump Towers was about adoption, not about anything relating to Mrs. Clinton. It's totally, it was totally about sanctions. You're trying to get rid of the Magnitsky law. Adoptions is a ruse. Should you not have gone and looked into that and seen what the Russians were wanting in return for that? Because that's the biggest thing Putin wanted at the time, was to get Trump to relieve his people of Magnitsky sanctions. I think that um, uh, Director Mueller investigated that, and I believe one of your House committees um, explored that. That was outside the scope of what we were looking at. Right. And 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 it was outside the scope of your authority to look at Kalimnik and, and Manafort meeting and exchanging polling data? Yes. Was that, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not following your Manafort. question. Do you remember Manafort, the crook that managed the campaign for nothing but got tons of money from, the, from different Russian people over the years that yeah. y'all pardoned? Mr. Barr later got, helped him with the commutation or a pardon, I think a pardon. Manafort. I know who Mr. Manafort is. Yeah. He met with Kalimnik and they discussed polling data. You don't know about that? No, the Mr. Klumnik met with a lot of people, including people. He in the met State with Department. Manafort and discussed polling data. Do you not know about that? I'm aware of that. All right. Why did you then th- not think it was a good idea for you to look into it and see if the FBI wasn't correct in that there was c- collusion, a connection between Russia and the Trump campaign to elect Trump? My assignment was to look at the conduct of the intelligence community agencies, uh, not to conduct some separate investigation that was done by the House or that was done by the Senate or was done by Director Mueller. You, you don't think that if there was if the intelligence communities, the FBI, and others came up with this information and did good work, that that should be part of your balanced report? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not following your question. I apologize. Well, I've tried question. to follow your report. Mr. Donald Trump Jr. would have called it a, a nothing burger. Mm-hmm. You got no convictions. You got nothing. It was all set up to hurt the Mueller report, which was correct and was redacted, to hurt the Bidens and to help Trump. And you were a part of it. You have a good reputation. You had a good reputation. That's why the two Democrats supported you. But the longer you hold on to Mr. Barr and this report that Mr. Barr gave you as special counsel, your reputation will be damaged. As everybody's reputation who gets involved with Donald Trump is damaged, he's damaged goods, there's no good dealing with him, because you will end up on the bottom of a pyre. I yield back the balance of my time. Sure. My, Can we uh, presume the gentleman's undecided on, on how he feels about the pre- former president? <laughs> Gentlemen, witness can respond. Yeah, my uh, concern about my reputation is with uh, the people who I respect, and my family, and my lord. And I'm Perfectly comfortable with my reputation with them, sir. Well said. God bless you. Um, the um, yeah, Steve Cohen doesn't come off looking too hot in that exchange, in my opinion. But wait, but wait, not to be outdumbed. Hank Johnson, that's right. Hank Johnson steps up to the plate. Contrary to the fervent. 
prayers of some on this panel, uh, former FBI Director Jim Comey and former CIA Director John Brennan were not among those three who were indicted. Isn't that correct? That's correct. And to the extreme disappointment of some on this panel, your investigation failed to produce indictments against Hillary Clinton, correct? That's correct. Didn't indict Barack Obama. That's correct. Didn't in indict Joe Biden. That's correct. Couldn't even indict Hunter Biden. You didn't correct? investigate Mr. Hunter Biden. And of your three <laughs> prosecutions, one ended with a guilty plea to an unrelated, uh, 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 unrelated to the origins of the FBI investigation, and that individual received a probated sentence with no jail time, correct? Parts of that are correct. And the other two Parts men you prosecuted it. went to trial on the charges, uh, charging they, they were accused of lying to the FBI, and both were slam dunk acquitted, isn't that correct? They were acquitted. And none of the individuals you prosecuted were ever charged with being part of a hoax or a fraud or a witch hunt or a politically motivated deep state conspiracy against Donald Trump. Isn't that correct? I would not say that that's accurate. You mean you did charge somebody with being a part of a hoax? We charged Mr. Sussman with having knowingly provided false information to the FBI regarding Alpha Bank. But right. he, Lying was, he was acquitted, though, right? After well, that wasn't your question. He, right, that wasn't your question, Hank. Good God. It's like one of the most frustrating things. I watched this hearing. I wanted to jab a pencil in my eyeball. Ugh. Sorry, I know it's lunchtime. I don't, don't mean to gross you out or anything. But then again, if I didn't mean to gross you out, would you even be listening to these clips? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Now, you've heard me talk about them. Old Grouch's military surplus. They're expanding with more ways to get your hands on authentic U.S. military surplus items. Go to oldgrouch.com. Check out the links for the online auctions for rare finds and the vintage shop. Unique, really cool items from modern tactical gear to historical collectibles. Tim at Old Grouch's is always finding new stuff. When I started the podcast at the beginning of the pandemic, my first advertiser was Old Grouch's. If you enjoy the show and derive any value from it, I'm hoping that you will consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible. Lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor. There really is something for everyone at Old Grouch's Military Surplus in beautiful downtown Clyde and online at oldgrouch.com. So uh, this is Hank Johnson, who's just running through a whole list of people uh, to John Durham, special counsel, saying, hey, did you arrest this person? Did you convict this person? Did you convict this person? And, and Durham's just like, uh, no, we didn't investigate Hunter Biden. Like, what are you even talking about? Don't you have an island to save from capsizing or something? Well, he was, Mr. Sussman was acquitted after you charged him, correct? Grand jury found He was problem. found innocent. No, but so, all right. people are not found innocent in trial. They're found guilty or not guilty. There is no innocent. A jury of, uh, by a unanimous jury of 12. That's not true. That's well, not true either. What's true is a grand jury found probable cause to indict uh, Mr. Uh, Sussman. Right, so, right. You, you are not found innocent by a unanimous jury of 12. It takes, it takes like one person to say not guilty. The jury comes back, like if it can't convict with unanimous, then it can't convict. It's a hung jury. You walk away, right? That's, yeah. A jury of a his peers jury. acquitted him, though, correct? Yes. And a trial you're jury. Not, you're not going to disagree on that, are you, uh, Mr. Durham? I'm going to try to answer your question as well. well, well let me Good ask luck you with this. that. Oh, there you go. In your report, 
you uh, related or alluded to allegations of misconduct against Mr. Sussman and Mr. Danchenko as if those allegations had been proven had been proven true at trial when in fact both those individuals had been acquitted and your allegations disproven, do you believe that it's ethical to state something as a fact in an official government report when the court system found that you could not prove those allegations? Well, I think if you read the report, you'd see that we talked about the results of the trial and we included all of the evidence that we had available, unfortunately not all of which was admitted at trial. Well, well let me ask you matter- this, Mr. Durham. Now, he just keeps cutting him off, repeatedly cutting him off, This is not a search for truth, right? There's evidence that was not presented at trial because the judge didn't allow it. There was also the small teensy-weensy little bit that, you know, oh, the trial occurred in Washington, D.C. And, yeah, good luck finding a a jury pool there. All right, but next up, we're going to get into some of the Adam Schiff audio. And... Well, hang on. Let me do this first. We're going to go to Daryl Issa because Daryl Issa actually lets him uh, lets him respond before. uh, Yeah, before Adam Schiff. Let's do that. We brought charges where we thought in good faith that we could prove a case beyond a reasonable doubt. Okay, Is there evidence beyond that? Of course. Sure. So in your experience as a career prosecutor, when when people break the rules, and it changes the outcome of something, like launching an investigation without a predicate, like uh, the president, the vice president, the attorney general, and a host of others, FBI director, knowing that this had been started with a false predicate, knowing that Hillary Clinton's campaign, with her approval, in fact, had authorized this, not op research, but this weaponizing of a false claim. When they did that, they in fact changed the outcome, whether criminal or not, of many things, including certainly some things in voters' minds. Isn't that correct? I mean, generally speaking, there are lots of bad things that people do that aren't crimes. Right. Um, and we can only charge those that aren't crimes. And I appreciate that. So when people are constantly making this point that somehow you didn't put enough people in jail, you gave us 300 pages that give us a responsibility. And Uh, As I said, I'm not going to try to pretend that I'm the smart lawyer up here at all, or even a lawyer. But I am somebody that understands organization, oversight, and transparency. In your report, you, uh, you do note the changes made and so on. But unless we make changes in transparency to outside individuals who can be counted on to be ombudsmen to the process... Isn't it true that if the president, the vice president, the attorney general, and a host of other top people at the FBI and Department of Justice choose in the future to push to make, cha- to make outcomes occur that would not occur according to their own printed rules, that no rule per se is going to change that? I think that's true. As we say in the report, ultimately what this comes down to is the integrity of the people who are doing the job. Are they adhering to their oath or are they not adhering to their oath? Are they following the law or are they not following the law? Right. The, the, the system is only as good as the people that are in it because if the people who are told you have four people in a meeting, you get briefed about some plan that's afoot to plant a fake story about Trump being a, a, a Russian puppet, and then, oh, look at that. Here's a story. And, oh, look at that. It came from Charles Dolan via Igor Danchenko, via Christopher Steele, 
paid for through the law firm of Perkins Coie and Fusion GPS. And oh, look at that! Now it's now it's here. But you never tell anybody. What's the rule that's going to stop that from happening in the future? All right, we'll get to Adam Schiff, and and where's Joseph Mifsud? So first off, who's Joseph Mifsud? Right, this is the Maltese, uh, UK, uh, dual citizen, academic. He's the guy that told George Papadopoulos about the uh, the the what later became WikiLeaks and DC Leaks, right? The hacking of the DNC. Serve or uh, emails rather through John uh, Podesta, right? That's Joseph Mifsud. So where is Joseph Mifsud? No one knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. The college professor has gone to ground. Oh, I'm sorry. Does that sound too much like a spy or something? So Adam Schiff <clears throat> at the hearing yesterday says that the Mueller report shows the Russians interfered in the election. So you heard Steve Cohen make this uh, uh, make these points too. He cites the hacking of Podesta. Uh, he cites the release of the emails uh, via WikiLeaks and DC leaks. And also how Trump's campaign manager, Paul Manafort, gave polling data to a Russian intel officer. While Manafort, the campaign chairman for Donald Trump, was giving this Russian intelligence officer internal campaign polling data, Russian intelligence was helping the Trump campaign, weren't they? I, I don't. I don't know that. You really that don't know those right. very basic facts of the investigation. I know the general um, facts. Yes. Do I know that particular fact myself? No. I mean, I know that I've read that in the media. And are you aware, uh, Mr. Durham, that Mueller and congressional investigations also revealed that Don Jr. was informed that a Russian official was offering the Trump campaign quote very high level and sensitive information unquote. That would be incriminating if Hillary Clinton was part of, quote, Russia and its government support of Mr. Trump. Are you aware of that? Sure. People get phone calls all the time from uh, individuals who claim to have information like that. Really, the son of a presidential candidate gets calls all the time from a foreign government offering dirt on their important opponent. Is that what you're saying? I don't think this is unique in your experience. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's talking about... Remember, Schiff was the one that got targeted by those prank phone calls from, like, Ukraine or something? Yeah, so I think that's a reference to that. I mean, honestly, and with all the stuff about Hunter Biden in the news right now, I don't know if you want to be pursuing this line about, oh, is it real? Like, this is this happens all the time, that the son of a president gets phone calls from foreign countries? Um, mm, yeah, kind of, sort of. Uh, so you, uh, you have other instances of the Russian government offering dirt on... Uh, a presidential candidate to the presidential candidate's son. Is that what you're saying? Not the Russian government. Would you repeat the question? Uh, you said that it's not uncommon to get offers of help from a hostile foreign government in a presidential campaign directed at the president's son. You really stand by that, Mr. Durham? I'm saying that it, that people can make phone calls um, making uh, claims uh, all the time that you may have experienced. Are you really trying to diminish the significance of what happened here and the secret meeting that the president said Sons? He is. That is exactly what he's talking about. Durham is exactly talking about that phone call, the prank call that got made to Schiff, and he thought they were recording it. He thought that they were they were going to give him a whole bunch of dirt on Donald Trump, and so he took the call and he was eager to do it. Set up in Trump Tower to receive that incriminating 
information trying to diminish the significance of that, Mr. Turner? I'm not trying to diminish it at all, but I think the more complete story is that they met and it was a ruse and they didn't talk about Mrs. Clinton. Uh, and, and you think it's insignificant that he had a secret meeting with the Russian delegation for the purpose of getting dirt on Hillary Clinton and the only disappointment to express that meeting was that the dirt they got wasn't better. You don't think that's significant? I don't think that that was a well-advised thing to do. Oh, no. oh, not, not well-advised. Right. Well, that's, that's the understatement of the year. So you think it's perfectly appropriate or, or maybe just ill-advised for a presidential campaign to secretly meet with a Russian delegation to get dirt on their opponent? You would merely say that's inadvisable? Yeah, if you're asking me what I do, and I, don't, I hope I wouldn't do it, but it's, it was not illegal. Uh, it, was, it was stupid, foolish, ill-advised. Well, it, it is illegal to conspire to get uh, incriminating opposition research from a hostile government that is of financial value to a campaign. Wouldn't like that this, violate campaign laws? Like the I, don't know, I don't know all those facts to be true. Right. He doesn't know all those facts to be true. Once again, they were not charged with disputing the Mueller report. That's not what the Durham report was supposed to do, but rather to examine the origins and how the intel agencies handled the information that launched the Crossfire Hurricane investigation, which, again, went from Joseph Mifsud to George Papadopoulos, who then, you know, got drunk with, what's his face, Andrew Downer or Alexander Downer, the, uh, the Australian diplomat guy, right, who then tells the FBI, who sets up the honey trap for Papadopoulos, who sniffs it out, and then they go to Carter Page. Now, this part here that they just, this exchange they just had, Mother Jones writes about this. This is Amelia Schonbeck at Mother Jones writes about this part. When Durham said the complete story um, is that, uh, you know, that they met, it was a ruse, and they didn't talk about Mrs. Clinton. And what Mother Jones reports is that's not true. The report produced by the Mueller probe notes that the Russian emissary, a lawyer named Natalia Veselnitskaya, did discuss Clinton. And Trump Jr. asked follow-up questions about how the alleged payments could be tied specifically to the Clinton campaign. But she indicated that she could not trace the money once it entered the United States, right? So when Durham says that it didn't have anything to do with Clinton... That lines up with what the Trump campaign was first claiming when the meeting was revealed a year afterwards. But that is not what the Mueller report found. And even later, when Donald Trump himself conceded that the point of the meeting was to gather negative information on Clinton from a foreign adversary, he said, quote, this was a meeting to get information on an opponent. So even he finally even he finally acknowledged, yes, that that was the point. But now, was that illegal? Is that illegal? He should have reported. Remember this whole discussion? We had this debate a couple of years ago. Like, hey, you should have taken that information to the FBI and been like, yo, some got the Russians that came to us, right? They're trying to give intel to, to help us. But the Trump campaign did not do that. Of course, you look back on it now and you think, well, I mean, is there any reason they couldn't trust the FBI? But no, I suspect it was probably just because they didn't, they wanted the info and they were going to play as dirty as they could to win. They were going to get this information. If Russia, I mean, think about it. If Russia came to them and said, hey, we have some information on the Clintons, uh, Hillary paying hookers in a hotel. Okay, never mind. Ooh. Anyway, we got some information. We got some intel. Here you go. A uh, million dollars. Do you think the Trump campaign would not have paid for it? 
I think they would have. I think they would have. And so this is what uh, one of the things that the left is, is, dare I say it, seizing on or pouncing. Um, they're seizing on this saying that he made false statements to Congress and maybe even lied. And so maybe they're thinking hmm, maybe some perjury charges or something. We shall see. But Mifsud has gone to ground. They can't find him. They can't subpoena him. They did talk to his lawyer, but I guess his lawyer doesn't know where he is either, which is something that is totally what, like, just a regular old milk toast. Sorry. Just a normal run-of-the-mill academic would do, would know how to do, had to just go completely off the grid and disappear so American intel can't find him. Uh-huh. Oh, hey, real quick, before I forget, Carolina Readiness Supply is prepping for its annual Heritage Life Skills event. It's coming up in July, and you can learn how to be better prepared and self-sufficient in the event of any emergency. Things like homesteading, canning, water storage, radio communications, herbal remedies, home defense, fermenting vegetables, all sorts of stuff. This is what Carolina Readiness Supply does. For beginners all the way to the most experienced preppers, Carolina Readiness Supply can help. Get your tickets now at carolinareadiness.com. That's carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? Paul now joins us on the program. Hello, Paul. How are you doing? I am phenomenal. Good. Are you? I'm all right. Are you changing your voice, disguising your voice at all? Are you serious? Are yeah. you that much of a conspiracist? No, I'm just asking if you were. Because you seem very well, worried. Anyway, go ahead. So what did you want to talk about? Oh, well, you know, you you use Twitter to dodge a lot, right? Like no. You, you know. I, no, I don't, I don't agree to that at all. Okay, so you've answered every question I asked you on Twitter? I'm not here to answer your questions because you argue in bad okay, faith. So you, so you can't do that? I, I can do it. I, I, no, no, that. Paul. Paul, see, here, see, this is the problem, and this comes through on Twitter, so I'm going to help you with this debate skill. Oh, sure. I can't wait to be helped. Yeah, I'm good. Gonna, well, I'm a giver, man. I am a giver. So here you go. When, when you actually try to engage in a discussion in good faith, you don't, uh, you don't premise your questions with a whole bunch of assumptions and biases built into it that then forces the person to answer the question in a way that you prefer rather than a truthful way. And when you engage in that behavior, you then get people answering questions in a way that you don't like, and then you attack them for it. So it's a self-defeating loop, which I refuse to participate in. And that frustrated you. I get it. But that's no, how I engage with people. It. Why don't we do the real thing here, okay? What's the real thing? I told you that I told you that words have no meaning. You said words okay? have no in, meaning in referral in reference to the NCGOP. No, you said and, words have no meaning. Right, and the prior tweet to that was the NCGOP. So let's follow threads here. You can do that, correct? I, okay, I could follow threads. So, sure. Okay, good, great. So I said the NCGOP. I said words have no meaning, and then you said. Okay, leftists don't believe words have meaning. And I said, I didn't say do that. you agree or disagree? And you did not answer that. So where was, I, where was I baiting you or trying to do bad faith when I said, do you agree or disagree? Explain that to me. Very, so because, very, very specific here. Right, because, see, here's the thing, Paul. Um, what you do is okay, that's you not start... Answer, Pete. That, see, you there, you, see, you're doing it again. See, you're doing, you're doing it right now. You demand no, that... that uh, yeah, very, yeah, Paul, 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 see, here's the thing. On radio, you can't talk over each other because then the audience can't hear either of us. So I'm going well, to explain to you. See, you're doing it again. You're doing it again. If you're going to have a conversation, then I'm going to finish my sentence. What you're doing, what you're doing is you're demanding. See, there it is. You're demanding that I play by your rule. 
No. Yes, you these are, are. These are these are conventional this rules is, of society. No, they're not. Go ahead. Ask no. me. Watch. I'll demonstrate. They're not. Paul. Ask me a question. When did you stop beating your wife? I've never beat my wife. How do I know? So you've never beaten your wife? Correct. So you've. So when did you stop? I never started. So it's a. See what I'm doing is I'm allowing you to answer the question in a way that you would like. You're challenging the premise of my question because it's a no, it's I a bad faith question. question. No, it's a bad faith question. That my no, my question to you was a bad faith question, Paul. Question. And this is what you engage in. I've I've read your timeline. I know I, I know how you engage with people. This is how many accounts, by the way, have you had? I was curious. Is this your second or third? Because you you got banned off of Twitter, right? You got banned off of Twitter for your behavior, right? Yeah. Do you want to know what that was? No, about? I, I read what it's about. I just, so I'm just curious. Was there one or two? This is my second. Account. Your second account. Okay. So you've been banned off of Twitter, and I read why. And I don't care. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me why. Tell but me why. Though. The why. Tell the reason. Why. But but this is. But you troll people in the way that you engage with them with these questions that are larded no. up with bias. No, you do. I, Paul, you, you do. Don't know what trolling is? You don't know what trolling is? No, I said you don't know what trolling is. Oh, I do. I know what trolling is. I've been no, on no. Twitter since 2009, buddy. I, I, I know what trolling is. That doesn't mean, so what does that mean? That you know what every definition of a word is because you've been on Twitter? Then you, you just did it again. So you ask these know. questions, look, you ask these questions, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced at this point you don't even know that you're doing it. No, Pete, you, listen, you, you're, you're sophomore attempt at being a psychiatrist here doesn't work first. Number, that, let's move on from that. Number Sorry, two. have I diagnosed you okay. with something? Did I miss the diagnosis? Well, you tried. You no, tried. It I didn't diagnose. What, what, how am I trying to be a psychiatrist by pointing out the way that you are engaging oh, you in debate? I know you're doing it. That is exactly what a psychiatrist that is. A, because that's because, I, like I'm saying, no, I'm saying, I think you don't know the way you're asking these questions. I, I really, it's starting to become evident that you don't know this is the way you speak to people. No, what you don't like is the questions I ask will mm-hmm. paint you in a corner. And you've already demonstrated you do have an anger anger management. Problem. I have an anger management issue. That's right. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, you haven't. I am. That's, that's right. People they call it. in there. They they say, Pete, you're angry all the time. That's what they say. Who's they? Everybody. Oh, but who's they? Everybody. Everybody. Uh-huh. Does everybody have a name? Uh Paul. We'll call him Paul. Okay. Have you met them? Everybody. I've met everybody in the world. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds reasonable. Pete. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah, I'm sure. You, you see what I'm doing? I'm being no. That. See, Paul, I'm being in the world. Paul, I'm being as ridiculous as you are. You're engaging no, in the you're exact same thing. No, you're you're you engaged in the exact same thing. You played armchair psychiatrist with me. So, no, I, again, I, I don't you, think you realize. I don't. Working. I don't think you realize you even do it. Again, there you are. You know, sophomore psychiatrist. I so, love those guys. You love those guys. Yeah, I love people like Because this doesn't play, seem like you're enjoying like the conversation. It doesn't seem like you love me. So if you love me, then and then no, why are you behaving like this? It, that's all. What's I that? I think you're full of it. I just think you're full of it. That's fine. I think you're full of it as well. So fantastic. Here we are. Mutually agreed. See, look at that. Solutions. I'm all about right. bringing people together. We are of the and, same mind. You know, your your tagline of like, I'm not MAGA. Okay, there's your te- like you're so you're better than everybody on the Republican side. Isn't this so but, this is a fantastic opportunity. So Paul is mad because he called me MAGA. If for, on Twitter, he called me MAGA. And I said, and, he, and Mark Starling, who does the morning show up in Asheville, he called us both MAGA. And I was like, we're not MAGA. Try again, right? 
And that 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 kind of ticked you off because what like you don't know how to oh, respond. God, the the things that you guys think make people angry are uh, you, you seem know, pretty they, angry they on Twitter. Hysterical. No, you seem pretty angry on Twitter. Oh God! For a guy who doesn't the get paid that... to tweet, you tweet a lot of really nasty stuff at people. I've read no, your timeline going back, you dude. I've read your timeline going back like a year. You spend That's a lot of time bad. attacking people in pretty nasty ways. And you're oh, a bigot. Yeah, I did call I'm you a bigot. Inflammatory because, you know what, I don't like, you know, what you expect people to do is, Pete, you expect people to pretend they don't recognize your lies. And then I have to keep pretending that I'm buying your, you know, your BS story. But which, I'm not. which is, what's the and BS story? What was the BS story, Paul? Okay, like you say, you're not MAGA. And mm-hmm. your definition of not MAGA is you don't support Trump. Mm-hmm. But, but... Every single other behavior that you exhibit is completely MAGA. Like? You dox people. I you dox people. people. Yes. Why do I have to repeat myself, Pete? Come on. Because you I don't believe people. what you're saying. I want I to be clear. Believe. Okay. Did anybody know my name before today? I don't know. I'm sure some people did. Your friends no, did. Zero people did. Zero yeah. people did, Pete. Zero. Zero? The number is zero. You know, how, you know how hard it was for me to find out your name? Pete, that wasn't the question. I'm asking you a question. Did Why I put your last? Did I put your last name out? Did I do anything okay. with your last name? Did I do anything about your place of work? Okay, so you're not going to answer that question. No, That's I no, 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 Paul, Paul. No, I've done no nothing problem. except no call problem. you by your name. I'm letting you look. I've done nothing. I'm going to put you on hold. I've done nothing but call you by your name, and Paul got very mad at that because his friend threatened me. So I wanted to find out who Paul was. 